BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good evening. You know what? Uh, sure, I'll do this. Uh, yeah, we can do this. Do you want? Do you re- hold on? Do you really want to do this? How? What's your motivation behind this? I'm fine. Well, to do it. I'll yes. I'll yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want you to know. I'll yes and this for you because that's a lot. You're doing a lot right now. That's this is a heavy commitment on your part. And and yeah, I appreciate I the commitment. Oh, hold, 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 hold. I appreciate the commitment that you're putting behind this. But and so I'll match it if you're if you if you're willing to commit fully to it. I'll match the commitment level as well. But I'm just giving you this disclaimer. I'll let you have it, baby. Now, my name's Matilda. I'm about 65 years old, and for 20 years. He beat me. He was more committed than me. I didn't want to do that at all. Hello, hello, buenos noches, or buenos grandes, or whatever it is. Um, This is Lyle. This is the gecko man. This is the guy in the suit, the guy talking. And yes, all right, we got an episode today. Oh man, today, a very interesting episode. We got a classic first half funny, second half more serious-ish. You know, I got into it a little bit more. I keep telling everyone all the time that this is not real therapy. And I keep breaking that rule. Well, I guess not really. I mean, I'm not giving therapy, but I am... You know, again, I've said this all the time, I don't consider myself an advice person, but it it just eeps out of me for some reason, even though I don't feel remotely qualified to give it, it is there. So so we got a serious second half, but a light-hearted first half. Topics include having sex in both a church and a synagogue. Uh, someone called in to tell me about a insane person that they work with at a haunted house attraction. Very terrifying call for many reasons. We did a little bit of uh, pillow talk, a little bit of ASMR with the caller. That was very sensual, very beautiful. And then towards the end, we we had a very long discussion with this guy who told me that I was the first person he'd had a real conversation with in like a year. And we, we really got into it, we really dug deep, he, you know, he was, he gave a lot of himself, so I gave 
some of myself in return, and I, and it was a, it was an interesting conversation. So anyway, as you all know, you can call the Gecko every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash lyleforever. And without further ado, enough of me, let's get into the pod. Call from Gabby. Gabby. Hi, Gagak. What's up? You know, not a whole lot, honestly. Okay, not a so ton. This is funny. I think this is the night of Jews telling sin stories. Can you say that again now? Okay, can you say that again? Because I can't. My freak. I hate this audio thing. You said this is a night of Jews telling sin stories. We're all Jews here, aren't we? I'm a little Jewish. Yes, I'm. I you know yeah. I might be Jew. I might uh, so, you know, be Jewing it up now and yeah, then. Yeah, I got I got ancestry DNA. Like you know, my DNA tested. It came back a hundred percent Ashkenazi Jewish, and I was like, "Fuck, bro." Gabby, how have you sinned? I had sex in a church and a synagogue, so I've crossed those bases. Which which was the better sex, the synagogue sex or the church sex? Um, dude was circumcised because he was Jewish, so I'd say that. Nice. So the circum the 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 synagogue one. Oh yeah. Um, you know, bathroom, very romantic. How did you meet this uh, this this Jewish man? So his name was Josh, and we went to the same synagogue, and the rest is history. And he got herpes from my friend afterwards, and I thought he gave it to me, but he didn't. So he had sex with you and your friend. Yeah. How how close? How closely? How close did we have sex to each other? <laughs> like, wh- how, when? What, 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 give me, give me the, give me the, give me the timeline of this. All right. Well, I was sixteen, and it was, I was a few weeks between each other when he fucked us. Who, 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 who first? Me. So, so she gave, gave her him any, herpes. Like, tips going into it? No, he didn't have a tip. He was circumcised. No, I mean like tips. Like no, I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. He, I didn't know it was going on. He was talking to both of us. He was kind of playing it. What's your favorite part about being Jewish? Um, well, my parents disowned me for getting tattoos. That's not my favorite. That just came to mind first. Um, I'm not very religious. Actually, I like connecting with other Jews that aren't Jewish, too, because I feel like that's a very good connection to make. You like connecting with other people who aren't Jewish. Who are Jewish, but they don't consider themselves Jewish.
How do your parents feel so, about the fact that you don't consider yourself Jewish? Like, how Jewish are they? Are they really Jewish? Nah, we grew up reformed. The last time I went to the synagogue was when I got bat mitzvah. Well, what actually, the theme that's, of your bat mitzvah? Oh, that's not true. I guess I had sex, but that was for another bar mitzvah. When I was you had 16. sex at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> It, yeah, that's the that's where it, it was during a bar mitzvah at a synagogue. I should have mentioned that when I was sixteen. Um, Why were you at a bar mitzvah when you were sixteen? It was my family friend's bar mitzvah. You know, during the service, things got a little bored. Oh wait, you had sex. You had sex. You had sex with with someone in the synagogue during the their bar mitzvah service. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little anxious, if you couldn't tell. I'm nervous, but this is breaking up my monotonous life, and I appreciate you for that. Uh, you know what, Gabby? I'm happy what? that I'm happy that I could be here, you know, as the receptor for this story. Because I mean, I can tell that this story had to go somewhere, and it made its it made its home, you know, my ears. Well, I, I very appreciate it. Okay, how did this how did this logistically go down? The sex in the in the bar mitzvah service? Yes. I mean tell me every aspect of this story. Okay, alright. Let's start. Okay, so Josh, I've known he went to we went to preschool together in the same synagogue. So you know, it's a long time coming kind of thing. No pun intended. Um and you know, 16-year-olds, you got to do what you got to do. We, you know, we're friends. We're texting. You know, all that. Hey, are you going to... I don't really want to name the name of the bar mitzvah I was at. You going to, you know, the bar mitzvah? Yeah? Yeah. Let's let's sit next to each other. Um, let's uh, watch, you know, together. And, then, you know, we went to the bathroom. Um... You know, the one that was far away, not the one that was, you know, close to the Bima, the, I, I don't know the terms anymore, honestly, but far away. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. Was it in the bathroom? Yeah. The men's bathroom it was or the a, it was bathroom? A, was it he was wearing a, a teapot during it? <laughs> I actually, yeah, he was because we were in the no, service. No, what the fuck? What he was? Yeah, he, we were in the service. You didn't take it off. I mean, that's heavy. It was in the handicap. Right it was in the it was in the handicap stall. So there's there's enough room for us. Guys, whoever's saying I'm not underage, I'm turning 21 October 4th. <laughs> Don't read the chat. It, it does it, 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 who cares about, you know, who's watching this? Yeah, well, I think Jude goes to, like, Michigan, so. <sighs> All right, Gex. What's your Wait, favorite part about being Jewish? My favorite part about being Jewish is that I don't know what my favorite part about being Jewish is. I like the I like the soups and the salads that we get. 
Oh, yeah. Matzo. You like the dense matzo balls or the softer ones? I like the softer ones, you know, because oh, I'm a little Oh, really? Wow. Yes. You need your mommy to chew it up for you, too? She did. My mom, boy, when I was younger, my mom used to, um, you know, eat matzo balls and chew them up and then spit them back into my mouth like a bird. Mmm. In fact, um, she still does that sometimes when we have dinners together for the Jewish holidays. Just for nostalgia. Oh, yeah, for Passover. For when you dip your finger in the wine, she just does it with your tongue into your mouth. Or her tongue into your mouth. You know what? Yes. Uh, <laughs> What's your prize when you find the Afi Komen? $10. That's it? Yes. You know what my mom used to do? She would... Tell me what your mom make, used to do. She would make each kid in the family an Afi Komen, like, cover bag, you know, with a special cloth. And then she'd give us, like, a little square of the cloth that we were supposed to find. And she would hide one Afi Komen for each child so everyone could find it. That ruins the competitive nature of finding the Afi Komen. And creates a world in which there are no winners and no losers, which is not realistic depiction of the world in which there are clear winners and clear losers. Oh, I thought it was sweet. <laughs> well, Gabby, you know, look, thank you for confessing your sins. Thank you for letting me know, you know, how terrible you are so that it makes me feel better about myself. And, um, you know, look, I love you. I don't think that our love, love is powerful enough to rise us from the depths of hell. But I think it will comfort us as we burn down here in it for eternity. Alright, appreciate it, man. Alright, Gabby, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Hello. Hello. How's it going? You know, it's going all right. What, um, you ever been to, what are you, what are you doing right now? Um, I just got home and I'm, I'm laying on my couch. Where, where, home from where? Home from, I got, I got home from, uh, from going to dinner with my family. I, I recently shaved off my hair and my eyebrows and had never seen it and when I went there they told me I looked like a serial killer and I was very flattered you were flattered does that is that was that your goal did you want to look like a serial killer yeah I work at a haunted house so uh so yeah it's a, it's a compliment when I get told that I look um on on out of the ordinary That's good. Do you so yeah. you you kind of get off? You kind of you kind of enjoy the idea of of looking frightful exactly. because it's beneficial because it's beneficial for you in your career because your career is to frighten people. Yeah, it's great. What do you enjoy about frightening people? What 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 gives you pleasure in doing that? I think it's cool that like. At a full-time job, 
you always get those people like especially like in restaurant industry or like any kind of service where you get those people that are just so mean and you just got to keep a smile on your face but when you're there you can just like yell and scream at people just get out all of that anger and they think it's fun and then you get your uh yeah good part yeah i do that sometimes i try to i yell at people scream good Good. try to scare people i like that well what do you where, where do you do that just out in public or out in public i do it on the stream i you know well let me ask you something okay do you have a signature like sound do you have a signature like growl Ooh, that's actually very funny because um there's this kid that i work with um and he thinks he invented the uh, the snarl the kind of snarl and and it's very funny to hear him talk about it because he thinks he's absolutely everything and i just sit there and just kind of listen it's more of a psychology project than anything because i don't like the kid but i hang out with him to get inside of his head and see how he's thinking it's a lot wait, of fun uh, wait 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 hold on <laughs> you i know there's a lot of information all right so this is a coworker of yours yes and you and you think and you don't like him because he thinks he's the shit and that he invented the snarl yeah, he which we all know he, he did not invent the snarl. Yeah, he he acts as if he's the center of attention. But so, but you give him attention and be his friend because you want in on the site. You 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 want to know what he's doing. You want to know what he's thinking. Exactly. What does this thirst for knowledge come from? Why do you um, want to know so I badly? Mean, it comes from the fact that I I really like just about everybody, and. I try to give everybody a chance and I tried to give him a chance. And then when I went over to his house, I kind of realized how much of a pompous person this man is. And so in turn, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to mention to him that he sucks. I'm going to take all of the, all of the lies and all the, the hateful rumors that he's spreading and instead, I'm going to repeat them back to the people that he's spreading them about. And then at the end of the year, <laughs> we're going to we're going to see what happens. If he makes it. What do you mean if he makes it? Because the other day um, I work, I work at I work uh, in this area with chainsaws and he bought his own chainsaw so that he can do all sorts of things like revving it really loud and all that kind of stuff, which is really bad for it. And so um, the other day I caught him swinging at like two feet in front of customers' faces, which is a little bit of a, an issue. <laughs> because if that drops on somebody, then it's the haunted houses issue and so it's a, yeah it's also multiple. that person's issue i would say yeah yeah and so he's been told multiple times not to do that not not only by like me but by the other like 
heads of like um, training and he continues to do it. And so they're threatening to, to basically let him not use his chainsaw. And he said that if they take away his chainsaw, he's just going to quit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this is terrifying. What, what, how, how many, this is, this, this is, I might be the most warnings anyone has ever gotten to not throw a chainsaw at people. At people. Yes. Welcome to haunted house season. It's a lot. (laughs) Especially now, I think I, because... What, wait, so you're telling me this man is swinging an, a live chainsaw two feet in front of people? Yeah, and without the blade. warned... Alright, if you do that yeah. again, then you get a strike. And then if you do it, uh, if you throw... If you shove a chainsaw in someone's face a second time... We give you a second strike, and if you get five strikes, we're taking away your chainsaw. Basically, yeah. So, like, well, so he's had a talk with, um, it's been two talks now with, like, the head of, like, the, the security training chainsaw team. He's had two talks with them about this issue, and I sat in there, like, I sat in his area and watched him do his scare, him knowing that I'm there, and I saw him do it, like, and commented on it like five other times and he still continued to do it because I Wait, don't I'm know sorry, you say the did. chainsaw training team? Yeah. There's, there's an but, entire there's like team for tra- there's yeah. an entire team that just does chainsaws. There's there's one guy and then like security that kind of watches over, but it's mainly just like the one the one guy. I'm so bad. How the fuck has he gone this long able to do this? Like, that's... That, that, I have no I almost, idea. I, I don't not like him. I mean, he's a fucking crazy person, but... I, the management... Everyone in, everyone involved in this haunted... I never... Everyone involved in this haunted house... Is insane. What the hell are they doing? How, do they, how are they allowing this to happen? Well, it's like... The guy's gonna rip someone him- in half. Exactly. Well, we told him he could do it, and, like, there's no, like, chain on it, which is, like, the good part, but we told him he could do it if he's standing far enough away from people, like, at least 10 feet, and standing, like, against, like, a building. That way, like, you can at least be stable when doing it, but... Wait, you said there's no chain? Is there a blade? No. There's... So there's, like, a... There's, like, the metal part, there's no, like, actual saw, like, turning saw. So if it hits, if, let's say he hits someone, are they gonna fucking die? Are they gonna get cut? If if he hits somebody, he could seriously hurt somebody. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Alright, so you're gonna, you're gonna socially sort of high school drama this man out of murdering people with a chainsaw. Yeah, and you know what's funny about this? This this man is almost in his 30s, yet still talks shit like a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> 
And well, most he, of he it. He holds why? a chainsaw like a man in his 30s. Yeah, tell this man to social distance. I will. Oh, I will. Okay, so your grand plan... Can I give you a different... Can I suggest a different grand plan? Of course you And look, can. I know you're going to do what you're going to do, but... Can I suggest uh, alerting the highest power possible within the haunted house chain of command uh, about oh, a person... Um, you know, throwing a live chainsaw around at people that he shouldn't be doing. I, I think yeah. you should do that. I think that I I would, I think that that would be a much more prompt and effective solution over um, s spreading rumors about this guy. Oh yeah, no, and it's it's definitely not like me spreading rumors about him. It's him spreading rumors about other people that I just kind of sit there and listen on. But I definitely like mention it to you are you're you're concerningly unconcerned with the chain you're concerningly unconcerned with the chainsaw aspect of of this it's, situation. It's very strange. It's like I I do know that because like, he's been doing it for years. Like we've we've been doing this line of work for years. So like. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, scare me that he doesn't know what he's doing, because I know that he knows what he's doing, and he's done it for the years prior. But it's just, like, he continues to do the wrong thing, especially now, since there's all these guidelines and restrictions and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's, yeah, so it's just getting to a point where it's like, now he's starting to get really testy with it. He's kind of testing the limits on how close he can get. How, yeah, how scary he can try to act. How over the top he can try to be. Yeah, I, um, you know, I don't like this guy either. I'll say I, it. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like him. And he has just been, like, consistently, like, he told me he told me something about, like, my boss that he made my boss, like, somebody who I've known for, like, two years. He told me that he made him cry at auditions and that he's known him for years, although he couldn't even mention to me his name because he didn't know it. What does someone have to do to make the owner of a haunted house cry? I have no idea. This man just told me he, he came up with some, like, he told me some, like, bullshit one-liner that I said in my, like, first year haunting. It's nothing special. And then he told me that that made him cry. And I was like, I don't know what kind of jaded reality you live in, but that is just, that is the absolute opposite of the truth. I'm loving discovering how much like high school drama clubs haunted houses are <laughs> oh it's fantastic we can get into it sure i don't i don't i i think i think that would have to be an entire week of streams to to uncover all these stories but um you let me know like a date and a time we'll, we'll plan something i'll like I'll, like, call in. We'll, we'll make it, like, a podcast where we just talk about 
haunted house drama and what crazy things go on in the haunt community. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Maybe on uh, maybe on Halloween. I would love that. What'd you say your name was? Um, I'm just gonna go with Charles. We we talked before, but since I've I've disclosed some information, I'm gonna say my name is Charles. Well, all right, Spooky Charles. Uh, thank you, thank you for calling in and sharing that with us. Um, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Take take care and uh, stay away from live chainsaws. I will definitely try my my heart. Please do. All right, man. Take care. Have a good night. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, that guy's a psychopath. The chainsaw man. That's the most dangerous theater kid of all time. That's how that's how bad it can get, ladies and gentlemen. And next time you see someone killing it at a high school play or a high school musical or whatever, they could one day turn into a 30-year-old chainsaw-wielding man and kill people. Call from Rebecca. Rebecca, I need you to help me. Oh my gosh, okay. Wait, why are you, why are you, um... Because <laughs> I didn't you think you answered you see, it first. You, see, you seem a little flustered. You seem a little flustered. A little bit. It's been a while since I've give, talked to you. I can give you some time. You, you, oh, yeah, you, you okay. want some time? You sure? Yeah, you're right. I've talked to you before. This is my second time talking to you. What, um, what did we talk about before? I painted a bird bath. It was like a mushroom. Yes, 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 yes. I remember this. You painted a bird bath. I did. For for the birds. I finished it. Are the birds bathing in it right now? It's still in my kitchen. (laughs) What what would you do if you saw birds? You know how there's like make out hill or whatever? Mm Mm-hmm. What would you do if your birdbath became a central hub for birds in your area to have forbidden sex? Would you be alright with that, or would you... Yeah, as long as they pay admission, yeah, I'm totally fine with it. You're not concerned with the moral implications of it? No, I mean, if they're being safe about it, no. (laughs) What does it mean to be safe about it? (laughs) I mean, as long as they're not making a bunch of baby birds in my house. <laughs> you know what you could do? What? You could provide a little dispenser or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Free free uh free bird condoms. <laughs> tiny little uh for for a cute little tiny little bird penis. <laughs> the birds actually have those. Say it again. Do the do birds actually have like teeny tiny little? <laughs> well, they're definitely they got to be. Well, they're well. Okay, so birds are smaller than humans, so their mm-hmm. penises would would um I guess proportionally be smaller than that of a human penis. Yeah, that's true. 
Um... <laughs> they probably have smaller penises. <laughs> now what would now what would you do if um it got all right so all right so you start letting birds have sex in your backyard but then mm-hmm. but then your backyard becomes known as a place where all sin is on mm-hmm. what does that have to do with the birds so then you know, people, so then okay so then people are like well, well okay why don't we go why don't we start dealing drugs here and then this becomes kind of the spot you know this becomes kind of the the birdbath street corner yeah where, i mean to be honest that's bath. not that's not too far from how my parking lot is <laughs> would you would you would you try to take a cut oh drug money no yeah, what if it what if it was a more of like a brothel situation? <laughs> where I don't people <laughs> What? You know. Kind people, of a free for all. Where male birds paid to, or or female birds. Where people mm-hmm. paid to have sex with, with not well not people. That would actually be pretty bad if people <laughs> came to the bird bath. And paid you money to have sex with your birds. So that yeah, that's where we cross the line. That would be yeah, that would be that would cross the line. <laughs> can I see your question? You can <clears throat> ask me anything you want, Rebecca. How are you? How have you been? It's been a while since I've watched your stream. I'm okay. I'm alright. <laughs> you know. You don't sound too confident in that answer. Th- th- what is confidence, really? Where has confidence got me? It's got Confidence has gotten me here, Rebecca. It's gotten me talking to you wearing a giant green gecko costume in the middle of New York City. I like it. I mean, you ever been in New York City? It's not too far off. <laughs> you think I could just walk around the streets in New York like this? Yeah, I would. Why not? <laughs> Nobody's hearing anything. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe that's maybe that's what's going. Maybe that's that's what's next for me is to what, is to do that. You actually like live walking through New York City. This is true. You should. I don't think anyone's going to care. That's probably not the strangest thing I've ever seen in New York City. Well, it's happening, Rebecca. I'm doing it. Okay. I would love to see that. I'm actually painting my nails green just because you gave me the inspiration for green today. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy <laughs> to hear that I, I was able to inspire. Rebecca. Hmm. You seem you seem like you got a good life. And um <laughs> And I love you to to the moon and the stars. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I, you know, good luck with your bird bathing business. <laughs> and, um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Good night, Rebecca. Hey, good night.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Do you like hentai? I used to, when I was, um, I've grown out of hentai, but I really liked, when I like when I was like in middle school, and I first kind of started getting into porn, I, I was into hentai. Like, I would Google search, like, Samus Aaron from Brawl, from Super Smash Brothers naked. But I, but not since, no. Call from... James. James. James, can what? you hear me? James, are you there? Yes, I am here. What's up? How's, how's it going? I'm doing okay. You guys scared the shit out of me, though. Why did I scare the shit out of you? Because you're very quiet, and I did not expect this. Why is it more scary that I'm quiet than if I were loud? I am here in my dark basement all alone. Why are you alone in your basement right now? That's because that's where my room is, and my brother is not here at the moment. Do you like living in your basement? I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, but the main problem is, is the temperature. In the winter, it's hot. As, it's hot as fuck. But in the summer, it's cold, and I'm freezing all the time. Why? Why is it hot in the winter and cold in the summer? The heater is right next to my room. I think you need to get out of there. I think you need to move. I think you gotta go somewhere else. I wish I could, but with the current ways that my college is going through, I, I'm living with my parents. I think you should drop out of college, and I think that you should move somewhere into, um... Wait, what are you going to college for? Uh, network specialist. 
you work what? I plan on being a network specialist. Oh. Do you, are you excited to do that? I mean, yeah, I've always wanted to be able to work with computers ever since I was little. And yeah, it's just something I'd be able to do. Only go to college for two years. Just be over and done with it. That's, that sounds kind of cool. It kind of is, but, it kind of isn't, but, you know. I mean, it's cool except for the part where you have to live in a, in a cold, dark basement the entire time. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be dark, I just have to turn on the light. Do you, you want to turn on, do you want to go turn on the light? Yeah, well, let me, let me stand up. Okay. Okay, the light is on. Um, James, what, how long were you in the dark before, how long were you in the dark before that? It's about 10, 15, yeah, probably about maybe an hour or two. I'm just here sitting on my computer. Just, what were you doing in the dark? I, <laughs> I'm just here at my computer. Why would I, I just trying to avoid wasting as much electricity as I need. I don't need to really see all that much. God damn it. Do you know the big corporations out here using up all of our petroleum and shit have convinced you that you need to suffer and sit in the dark for our environment. It's really, but, it's really, it's really just sad. I, I don't think it's environment, which is fucking just try to avoid wasting money helps me not get yelled at i think lights should be free that's how god intended it that would be awesome if they were free i swear every time i turn on this like lamp on my desk i feel like i'm throwing a hundred dollars down the drain i don't think it should cost that much to turn on your lamp but that's just me. i don't i don't think it is i just assume it is Hey, there's a fucking parade. Check that out. You see this? You see this parade? They're, what are they parading for? Where's the band? I want I a band know. in the parade. I want a, I want a, I want a band. I want a band in the parade too. That'd be pretty epic. I mean, what are they even parading for? Is it like? I'd be pretty. I think they're all pink balloons. So maybe cancer. I don't know. That's a good guess. You're good. Oh wait, no. You know what? They're all. I think shit. They're turning blue now. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe it's. I mean, there's a there's a blue cancer. Isn't is is that like for guy cancer or something? Uh. Well, now there's green. Hey, there's it's green. Hey, it's it's for it's for gecko cancer. It's for gecko cancer. Spread awareness. Um, yeah, of that. Not many people know about it because it doesn't exist. And I, I think that something not existing is not a good excuse for people to not be aware of it. I, I'd imagine there's there'd be some sort of like cancer in geckos because like you know dogs could get cancer, you know. Now I'm thinking about dogs with cancer, James. I'm thinking Sorry. about you. Now, now I'm thinking about you 
sitting in your dark basement thinking about dogs with cancer. It's it's not dark anymore, but yeah. Can you turn the light back off? Yeah, give me a moment. Okay, the light's back off. James. Yes. I think that a dog having cancer is very sad. It is very sad. It, it's, it's very depressing. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about the family that loved the dog. You know? Yeah, uh, my, um, one of my mom's is, uh, best friends. I think her dog, it might have been cancer, it might have been something else. I think it was cancer because he was struggling to, like, drink and eat. He wouldn't eat very much, you know, I was kind of depressing with her or that whole ordeal. I'm thinking about the dog going. It's me again. It's Lyle. It's the Gek. How's it going? I just wanted to take a quick, brief, ever so brief moment to say that uh, if you are enjoying the show, if you are having a good time, if you like the podcast, if you like the stream, if you like the little clips, and you want to support, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Forever. And sign up for the Patreon. Uh, Patreons get exclusive access to streams and content that I don't trust other people with. They get access to the very exclusive Gek Legends Discord server uh, in November. I think 
I try to do uh, at least one Patreon-only stream a month, and I believe the uh, November 1st, we're going to go on Chat Roulette, which I can't do on Twitch, because as you, I don't know if you guys know anything about Omegle or Chat Roulette or any of those sites, but like it's all just guys jacking off, so if I did it on Twitch, I would get banned. So I'm going to do it on Pornhub, only for the Patreons, and uh, yeah, so if you like the show, if you want... Fun little content like that, go ahead to patreon.com slash Lyle Forever, and I'll stop asking for money now, and I love you, and hail Satan, and back to the show. Call from Liz. Liz. Yes. What are you, what are you doing right now? Um, I'm laying in bed. Do you think, are you, are you ridiculous? Probably not. Interesting. Pretty conventional. What, I mean, what's the least ridiculous thing about you? What do you think is the most normal thing that you do? Um... God, what's the most normal thing? I don't... I like trash TV. Is that... What is trash TV? Like reality TV. Is that like normal to a lot of people? Like I'm obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. I guess that's pretty normal. For like white girls it is. But that's the most normal thing that you do? Well, like... I guess it depends what you mean by normal. Like, I breathe and I eat. That's pretty normal. That is pretty normal. I would say that that's more normal than watching TV. Yeah. So in a way, what is... So maybe... Do you think that watching trash TV is maybe the most ridiculous thing that you do? No. What is the most ridiculous thing that you do? I don't do anything ridiculous. I don't know. You know, Liz... Everything I do is pretty normal. I was thinking about this the other day. I think it might be possible that someone can be so normal. That someone can be so... Yeah, that it's, it's almost a little ridiculous how normal you are. Yeah, it's just hard because anything that I would have done that would seem like odd is just like can't do it with COVID. All right, what's the worst? What is the what? Okay, what what ridiculous thing would you want to do if you had COVID? If you if there was no COVID? <laughs> I don't know. Before COVID, I was I was taking some burlesque classes and I learned how to tassel twirl. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I I mean, I guess I still technically can. But I can't pursue that avenue of performance. I mean, mean, I'm not a big. Well, I mean, you don't need to. I mean, do you ever ever just do that, like, just alone? Yeah. That's a little ridiculous to just tassel twirl in your house alone. 
I've only done that like once. That was the, the frequency me, is irrelevant. Let me tassel. <laughs> so because of that one instance, I am now ridiculous. I'm not. No, I'm just saying that that is that one instance is my is a ridiculous thing that you have done. Mm-hmm. So, Lazy, I want you to know that if you wanted to, and it doesn't sound like you want to, but you could be ridiculous. I could be. Yes. Wow. What, what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I want to eat for dinner. So this, is, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. So, um, I've been talking to this guy I met through Tinder, but he seems like really insecure about his body and is on some weird like grilled chicken hype, or I guess he eats like exclusively grilled chicken and, um, he's coming over and like bringing his fucking chicken, but I just want pizza but he's like so insecure about himself that I feel like really uncomfortable eating pizza around him. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think you should go on a date with this guy. Well, he's like it's not really a date. We're going to just watch a documentary. I guess it's kind of a date, modern date. I I don't think you should see this guy because you already because I think that because I think that if you disagree with him on something as you know sort of silly well, not as chicken, like, I, think like that... I don't he wants to be healthier and like I want to support that but at the same time like I've also had my own body issues and I feel like him constantly talking about it and like bringing his fucking chicken over is just like making yeah, me feel bad about Liz myself. you're already mad at this guy you have you haven't even met this guy yet and you're already no, pissed I've off. I've met with him. him before. You already don't like him, and you. Why would you go on a date with this guy? You clearly don't like him. Because I'm lonely. That's not a good enough reason, though. Is it? No. I think you hate this grilled chicken, man. I can tell in your voice that you really do not like this guy. I think that you yeah. could find a different thing to do. To help your loneliness than to go on dates with people that you don't like. Do you have any friends? I don't know. How like see this is this is, you know, the even bigger problem though. I just moved to this new place and I literally don't have friends. I have roommates that are international and like actively ignore me. And it's COVID. What do you have any hobbies? So, like the only people I've met have been on Tinder. Do you have any hobbies? I have hobbies, yeah. But like you do burlesque. You do burlesque. You do burlesque. Yeah. Start a burlesque club in your city. And do burlesque. Um, um, do like Social socially distanced, distanced uh, burlesque club. And then when you're the head of burlesque club, you're going to uh, meet all these other burlesque dancers and you're going to become friends with them. Okay. That's By the way, that's an actual suggestion. That's... 
I feel like I've, I, I, actually, I actually do believe that the key to making friends is to starting clubs. Because um, you literally you go to meetup.com and you start a burlesque group and you go on Facebook and shit. And then that'll be your friends. I would do that instead how do, of going how do you on dates with guys that you um, hate who have grilled chicken. You, so you start your own club? Yes. Okay. Liz? Yep. I wish you good luck. And I and I and Thank I you. and I think that you should do that. I think you know. Look, it'll be look. It's wait. Look, I'm gonna look. Hanging out with grilled chicken guy way easier than starting a burlesque club, hundred percent. But you're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate every second of it because you hate this guy so much, and you hate him, and you hate his chicken, and you want him to die. I can tell. I can tell that you are actively wishing for this man's death. And I think that instead of doing that. You should start a burlesque club and make new friends. Even in okay. COVID era. Is it genuine? If, I, I, know, I, know it's, I know that this is ridiculous. This is a gecko man on the internet telling you to do this, but I actually genuinely think you should do it. Because I think you will make new friends in this new area. All right. I'll give it a shot. All right, Mr. Liz. Gecko. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I love you too. Good night. Call from... Logan. Logan. Yo, Therapy Gecko. What's up, Logan? Did I get through? Am I live on the stream? It doesn't matter whether who's live on the stream. We're just, you know, I mean, we can do this. We can just be in a room. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, hey, it's probably more comfortable for me if we're just in a room, but... I kind of know I'm live on the stream because I was just watching the stream before I called about five minutes ago. So I'm glad to be on the stream. But anyway, how's it going? Are you ridiculous, Logan? You asked that to the last guy, the captain. That's the last one I was listening to. Um, I think there are many ways that I'm ridiculous. I'm not trying to be ridiculous right now. So I hope I'm not coming across that way. No, that's fine. Look, if you're trying... Well, what do you what what are you like when you are trying to be ridiculous? Let's say you wanted to actively be ridiculous. Um, I think some of the things that I do can be considered ridiculous. Like, for example, um, you know the the reason I'm calling you tonight might be ridiculous. Um, What's the reason you're calling me tonight? So the reason I'm calling you is I don't even know. Like, is this? Are you like? Do you really give therapy and advice? Because everything I've seen was people prank calling or like you just kind of struggling with people. But I've never really seen much of your show. Do you, or Is this real? Like, are people really supposed to call for advice from the therapy gecko? Because that's what I'm doing. That is that what this is supposed to be about? You know, I've always, I feel like there's not there is no such thing as anything that there is that this is supposed to be. I can appreciate that. So what I think it should be is... Uh, People who would never actually go to therapy and would rather call a guy dressed like a gecko on the internet and do therapy with him. That's what I think it should be about. So that's what I want it to be about for me. So my question to my therapist gecko is um, about this relationship that I'm in, right? Uh, Just kind of starting out with this girl who I'm really attracted to. 
um, physically and somewhat emotionally. But the difficulty I'm having is that she almost seems to have no personality. Um, but I don't believe that she doesn't have a personality. I think maybe she's just really shy and kind of nervous because we've only been talking to each other for a relatively short period of time. So how do I know if I should continue to invest my time and energy with this human being who maybe doesn't even have much of a personality at all? And I think that from our short conversation, you can tell that I'm interested in people and interested in people who have some substance to them. So how do I That's know what I'm doing? Question. Yeah. So you don't you so you feel like this person might have some substance to them, but that they just haven't revealed it to you yet because you are too shy. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And like I mean there's something other than the physical attraction that's really attractive here. And I don't know exactly what that is. And so I kind of want to put in the effort, but I don't know if it's worth it because you know, I've been talking to her for like two months, let's say, on the phone. Mostly we've met like a handful of times because of the whole COVID thing. We like, you know, haven't really met much. But we've spent quite a bit of time on the phone, but I'm constantly carrying the conversation. And that's not that's not really common for me in the first place. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, you know, uh, honestly... Yeah, I, th- I, I, I actually do think that, um, you know, if if she's not, like, how much do you value openness in the people that you talk to? Big time, huge. If she's not displaying that, then it sounds like she's not displaying the trait that you value. And then, uh, I mean, if you talked a lot, if I mean, how if you've been talking for like days on the phone and you've met in person, and you still feel like they haven't revealed something to you, then they might just be shy, which is yeah. like fine on them. But I mean, you do seem like you're very interested in people and it does seem like you're carrying a brunt of the conversation. I don't see why you should expect that to change, you know? Yeah. I think that there, there, I think that there is like a lot that you can gleam out of first impressions, you know, more, more than you could give than I feel like you're giving credit to. Yeah. I, I'm kind of worrying that that's exactly what's happening. Well, I, mean, I don't think you should be worried. I mean, it's just, you know, well, day. I mean, I mean, worried about- I mean, look, at the end of the day, if, if you're just physically attracted to this person, then, you know, I mean, you, you don't have to date them as long as you're you're clear about your intentions and their, her intentions match up with yours and everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you could yeah. set that up. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not interested in that, like, at all. Like, oh. I want a real relationship. Um, but yeah, what I mean when I say that I'm worried about, I'm worried that I that 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 might be what I'm doing. And you kind of mentioned that you know there's no real reason that I would expect I should expect them to change if that's if they're kind of showing me who they are. Um, and I yeah, feel like I, I, might, think... I might be secretly kind of hoping that this is going to change over time. And I I honestly believe that it might, but I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I almost I almost feel like this is like a microcosm for even something that would happen like later in relationships, you know, where you're like Yeah. So you're like dating someone and you're like, Well, once I marry them, I can change this about them, or like maybe if I wait, they'll change, you know. I mean, this probably happens yeah. to people who are like you know, deep into relationships. 
Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. you're 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 projecting your expectations onto this person, as opposed to seeing them for who they're showing you, who they are showing to you themselves to be. Yeah, which I think might be um, an accurate an accurate criticism to how I maybe approach relationships generally. I think that mm-hmm. I think that might be accurate. Yeah, but I mean, look, keep it's good. I think it's good that you know what you want. You know what you mm-hmm. value. That's a more. That's more than a lot of a lot of people can say. You know. Mm-hmm. So like, look look out for that. Look out for like when you're having conversations with people. You know, this is good. This allows you to filter out through people quickly who you might not be compatible with, and it's good for her too because, you know, she doesn't want to waste her time. You know, you you don't want to waste her time. You know, if you guys aren't compatible, you're not compatible. You don't have to keep waiting. You know. So I would just keep going on on more dates and, and and eventually, you know, through sheer frequency, you will find someone who who matches up with with what you're looking for. Yeah, hopefully, it's tricky. It's uh, it's tricky for all all of all of the stars to align. You know, it's really tricky because I've been with um, several. You know, I've been uh, single for about two, maybe two years. Two or two and a half years, let's say, and I've dated quite a bit, and I've tried to kind of expand my horizons uh, with who I'm dating, and you know, give a more broad uh, fish with a bigger net, let's say. And um, yeah, you're trying to open up your um, sort of what what it is you're looking for. You know, the yeah. type of person, you know, you yeah, want to be more yeah, open with give, type of people. Give more people the opportunity to try and, you know, to see what, yeah, to give, like, you know. Because I think before, um, in my in earlier in life, I was very specific as to what I thought I wanted. And I wouldn't really date anyone outside of that kind of demographic, let's call it. Um, so recently I've been trying to, like, you know, give, give more of a, a chance to everyone to see if maybe I do like things that maybe I didn't think that I would. And, you know, what I found was that uh, there's been a few people that I get along with and click with and mesh with personality-wise, but the physical aspect is missing a lot of the time. Sure. And it, it may sound superficial to say it, but, like, with this girl, like, the physical is there, like, 100% for both of us. Like, we're both super attracted to each other. And I think it's more than just the physical. Like, there's there's obviously more than that because I've also been with people that were, like, gorgeous and, like, it was just physical and it didn't work. Like, my heart wasn't in it and it was just not happening. Like, I couldn't even continue it. Like, even just as, like, friends with benefits type of thing, I'm just not interested. And that may not be common to hear from a guy, but it's the case. Um so you know, I also I'll say I'll I'll say this. This might be an unpopular opinion. I don't think that there's anything wrong with valuing physical attraction. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything inherently wrong with valuing physical attraction. Um. So you know, I mean, but but it also sounds like I I, I still I wouldn't hold out for this. Per- I I feel like though I do feel like you know. Physical. If all you value is physical attraction, that's not going to be conducive to a long-term, yeah, relationship. But yeah, but I'm saying that there must be. Even though I don't really know what it is and can't really put my my finger on it, there is certainly more than just physical here. 
but I don't know exactly what that is. But and and I am somewhat bothered by the one-sidedness of the whole social interaction type of like the whole conversation, and you know, I'm put off by that. But yeah. Um, it's not. It's not only physical. Like she's a really good person, you know. Like she's a. Someone right, could be a cool person, and you know you can like who they are, but they're not necessarily mm-hmm. romantically compatible with you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's cool. I think you um, definitely confirmed a lot of stuff. More than so, yeah, you so I mean, we can do. We can do. So anyway, yeah, we can do that, or we can do, you know, fart and voices and shit. That's, I guess that's the stream. (laughs) Interesting. Very interesting. Do your streams stay up forever on your profile? Uh, yeah. Well, I stream on Reddit, and then I stream on, um, on Twitch. That's where I mainly have been doing my streams. It's an interesting dynamic, the streaming. I've done it a couple times myself just to see what it is. And um, I think a lot of what it is is just people looking. Like, I think it's a lot of what it what streaming is, aside from the whole, like, people, like, selling their bodies and doing video games. I think a lot of it is just people looking for some kind of social outlet, like nerds and introverts looking for a social outlet. It definitely can be. I mean, I mean, I guess that's the name of the subreddit is distance socializing. But it can be a lot of things. It can just be like, you know, media. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Streaming any more nerds and introverts looking for a social outlet than like the Tonight Show is, you know? Mm-hmm. You watch a guy that you kind of feel like you know because you've seen them on TV. Yeah, but with, um, like, I mean, your streams are pretty popular and the comments go absolutely ballistic, so I'm sure you don't read them, but... Um, like I've streamed a few times and have had pretty legitimate interactions with people just through the comments. And it's not, it's not like just one sided, like the tonight show would be or whatever. And you know what? Interestingly enough, many of them have actually messaged me privately after, and I've kind of developed some relationships through, through streaming, which is interesting. Um, but yeah. Well, man, dude, thank you for, for, for calling in and, um, uh, I appreciate you you being open with us, man, and uh, and I wish you the best of luck in the future. Cheers! Thank you for the advice. Absolutely, man. You take care, Logan. I love you very much. Love you too, man. Have a good night. I'll be watching. Thanks, bro. Take care. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Call from... Raymond. Raymond! What's up? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. No, this is, uh, the Gecko, right? Yes, and this is Raymond. The one and only. And this is Raymond. What are you doing right now, Raymond? Uh, I'm sitting in my room, drawing. What What are you drawing? I like to draw, like, geometric art mixed with like chaotic swirls Ray, i'm not i'm not like a yeah i'm sorry what were you gonna say oh i'm not like a i, I do art in my free time you know i'm not like a i don't i don't go to art school or nothing i think well you, well what do you mean by you're not like a what well, what's the end of that sentence Oh, I'm not a professional. I, I don't like. I don't like. I don't know what type of paintbrush to use. You know, I just, I just wing it. Is I'm there, saying I'm. I'm, I'm thing though, is there a type of paintbrush? To, why does that matter? The type of paintbrush is not. What oh, doesn't? I feel like at a certain point, the mediums and the brushes and the whatever don't matter. All that matters is the the final thing that you put out. Yeah, but I feel like that community is just so guarded. You know, like, it's like, oh, you have to go to college to be an artist, you know? So well, I'm not what, trying well, what to do you wanna, like What anybody. do you want to do in terms of art? Um, you know, as far as, like, my, my art, my physical art, not too much. Um, I do, I, I did start a screen printing company, which is pretty cool, but I would say I take music even more seriously. But Can I, ask you I have a good career right now. What, what and, do you do? Uh, well, I, I honestly, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, get myself into any trouble. So I'll just say that I have, a, I have a good job, very professional job, one that I work very hard for. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Sure. Are you ridiculous? Well, maybe. I I don't want to be the judge of that. All right. What do you think might be ridiculous about you? Um, I'm kind of like a halfway hermit. This is this is like the first personal conversation I've had with anybody in like a year. I keep everything very professional. Really? This is the this is the most personal conversation you've had in a year. Probably, yes. Unless I'm Why? talking to maybe like the Starbucks lady or something, you know? Right, but you don't really I mean does that bother you? Are you trying to have more personal conversations? Uh somewhat. You know, I uh I like I want a girlfriend, 
you know, I want to, I want to have like a, a real life. And it's not that I'm not like, I'm afraid to talk to people because I'm pretty well adjusted. My problem is I just, I really, I, I don't, I don't want to put that time in. Like, I don't, I don't want to deal with other people. I just want to do things exactly my way, you know? What can you describe exactly your way? Um, exactly my way. Oh, I mean that's pretty broad. I'm, uh, I, I guess I what I'm saying. It's inherently is, like, not broad. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Well, no, yeah, I know what you're saying, but um, in in my mind, at least, it is. Um, but I I would just. I um I would say that I'm not a very good team worker. You know, I'm not I'm a, I can be a good leader and I can work in teams when I when I'm working on something that I care about, but like as far as life goes, I I like I don't want to I don't want to have I don't want to have influence from other people like I you know You know, I kind of have that myself in in uh, sort of careery terms. But do you would you hmm. say you have that like with career? You have that with like personal relationships. You don't want to work with other people. I mean, but you uh-uh. but you are but you say that you are craving a relationship. So I mean, what would like what would your yeah. ideal relationship look like? I gotta be honest. I have no idea. I I haven't thought about that. So, but then in that case, you want something. That you don't even really know what it is. Yeah, I would. That's fair to say. So, then what's the sort of the origin of you wanting it? Um. Well, there's a couple things. So, first thing is, um, I'm the last male with my with my last name with my family name. So, it either keeps going with me or. It, our family line just, you know, ends. And I know, like, that it's not, it, that's not exactly how it all will play out, but I'm just saying, like, that name will be dead, you know. So that's one thing. The other thing is, um, I don't know. I, ju- I well, kind of want to, I want to get to the other thing, but first of all, okay, your name sure. being dead. Yeah. How much. Like, be honest with yourself. How much do you yeah. really give a fuck about your name? If the uh, answer is you lot. do, then that's that's fine. Okay, so a lot. A, a lot, yeah. Why? Um, there there are a lot of sacrifices that my that name went through. There's a lot of history, and okay, respect. There's a lot of there's a certain amount of success and toughness about that name. Um, I'm not saying like, oh, every, you know, you hear that name and you're like, oh, he's part of that family. Like, whoa, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying no, like, but personally, you have a personal it carries a lot of weight for the for history me. of it. Yes. Do you feel pressure to live up to that? Yeah, I've fought with that all my life. I've Is that from like really, I'm not, Well, so. I'm a youngest child. I mean, I'm not so young anymore, but growing up, like, it was really tough for me because I was always kind of the screw up 
all my family, like, they went on to be doctors and lawyers and teachers, and they did all this cool stuff. And then I was there, and I was, I dropped out of high school. <laughs> and then I went to college, and then I dropped out of that, too. So it was, like, it was always kind of hard for me to, like, be, like, I always felt like a screw-up, like, ah, got to do something good, you know? Like, you're nothing compared to your family. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to live up to that. But regardless of your family, I mean, like, regardless of your family, regardless of, like, mm-hmm. comparing yourself to other people, let's say we're talking about you and your own insular world in which, you know, you're a musician and you're an artist. I mean, what, forgetting about, I mean, if you can, I know it's I know it's hard because it's, like, so baked into you, but if you can, oh, I know what you're detach saying, yourself for a yeah. second from those expectations and from your family, I mean, what would you say would be what you would want to do? To tell you the truth, I haven't been lying to you, but this is just not something I would normally say. But um, my dream is to like have a horse, have a dog, have some livestock, go move out to the woods, you know, and just live out in the woods off the grid you know that's like ultimately that's what i want with my life what do you feel like is stopping you from doing that um well um it's just the whole i got time thing like i don't need to do that right now i'm I'm also very career driven. So it's, but also like, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I I want that like super bad right now, but I also really want to like have a family in the future, you know? So it's, 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 it's hard to say really. I don't know. Yeah, you don't say. I mean, you don't sound super old or anything. You know, I, I don't. No, I don't I'm see not. Why... I'm I'm pretty young, actually. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't see why young, you couldn't yeah. do that. You know? I'm an adult. But... Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't. I don't see why you know that's 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 something that would be, you know, un, un intangible to you. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just. It, it, uh, I'm trying to figure out a good way to put this. Um, so please forgive me, but uh, no, go I'm going to just try to put it out there. I, I feel like because I, tr- I really, truly, truly, truly want to have a family. I want to, I want to have a wife. I want to have that life. Um, at the same time, like, I really, really like being alone. And it's not like, oh, I like being alone. Like, I don't go out and party and, you know, I, you know, whatever. Like, I really like being alone. Like, if, yeah. if I had it my way right now, like, I, I wouldn't be, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I'm talking to you right now. So that's kind of weird. I don't know. No, but I, you know, I, I feel, yeah. 
this is all a bullshit, and I'm not not what you're not what you said, but but uh, like again, I don't consider myself knowledgeable about shit or anything, but like I do feel like there are pressures. I mean, you've you've de- you've described pressures of your family, you've described pressures of like society, you've described all these different pressures that are kind of maybe, and I don't want to put this on you. This is just sort of a hypothesis, but it's like, are these pressures maybe? leaning you in the direction of not wanting to be alone even though you know truly what you want is to be alone and also you have so much time you have so much time like like you might meet someone who you like being with more than you like being alone but you just don't you have no you have no fucking idea what that feels like because you've never felt it anymore but Mm. you but you have so much time to like experiment you know yeah no i absolutely i like i absolutely agree with that it's definitely that's definitely a part of that like but i i truly feel like something in me like really wants to have a partner but i just (laughs) i don't know it's like um It's weird because it's so conflicting, you know, um, that I could have those two feelings at the same time. Uh, but uh, when it's been really tough is when uh, when um, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to go date somebody. Like, I'm going to go try to find a girlfriend. And then, like, a week before, I, I, I like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to, you know, the bar or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And then I get pissed off at myself. I'm like, yo, why did you do that? Like, it's just like conflicting. Right, but, right, but, but why, there's no re, but like the fact that you have like the number, I think the number one thing, the number one, I sort of, uh, uh, I want to say variable in this situation is that you have time? Like you, like why be pissed yeah. off at yourself? Why be why why be pissed off at yourself? The fact that you tried to meet someone, why be pissed off at yourself? There's no there's no log. It's illogical. Like like you tried, you could go out and fuck and just nonstop try to meet people for two years. You can fucking go out and stop and just trying to meet people for a decade, and then uh, when you're like fifty, be like, you know what? Fuck all this shit. I'm gonna go live to the woods. And then you get to be happy for 30 years until you die. I'm just saying, like, time is super on your side for you to kind of figure this this this, this stuff out, you know? I mean, you could even try to leave in the woods alone for a year. And if you love it, you can stay. And if you don't, you can go meet new people. I mean, I'm, I know that the way I'm talking about it makes it sound like, oh, it's so easy. And I know it's not to just up and leave life like that. But you I know have what enough you're talking time. About, you have enough time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would, I, I just want to go back to like being the youngest growing up in a world like that. Like, um, this is ingrained into my head. And I, like, whether this is right or wrong that I think this, I have no idea. But it, nobody's really going to convince me that I'm like, maybe someday maybe i'll change my thinking but right now like i really believe 
what I'm about to say, and that is that I need to be as successful as possible as soon as possible. And I need to be better than everybody. And it's not that I don't want to put other people down or I look down on other people. It's just like I I, I'm, I need to, like I, I really, really need to be better than everybody. And um, like going through school, like I was, I was a screw up. And then because I don't, dude, <laughs> I've never actually gone into this as hard. You, man, you can you can take you can take your time and um, like you know you I mean uh, you know you can uh, if 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 it makes you feel better to to go through with this you know I'm 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 totally down to hear it. All right, well I'll do it. Um, so when I was in high school, like I got I I got good grades if I wanted to, and I I took hard classes and I cared about things, but. Also, um, after a while, like, I started hanging out with bad people and, um, some stuff happened in my home life. So I was, I was like fucking up. And then, um, I always had that compete against my older siblings attitude about things. Like I, I had to be better than these guys. And then at that point, I dropped so low that it felt like, oh, well, I can't come back from that. Like, might as well go deeper. And then it got to the point where it was just like, well, <laughs> you know, this sucks. So I uh, I was like, okay, well, I got to find a way out of this. So what I decided to do was like, I'm going to leave high school and just go to college and so that's what I did, and I think it was my sophomore year. And um, after a year of that, I just decided this wasn't quick enough, like it was taking too long. And so I left college and uh, entered a trade school and uh, just got it over with and joined a, uh, a field. And like, now my main concern is just like moving up, like get a better job, get a better job. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of lost right now. I'm sorry. No, don't, don't be sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I, I understand. Like my only thing, the only thing that would concern me and like, like, dude, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that too. Like I, I'm very like success driven and I always feel like I need to be doing something. You know, and my life is better when when I'm doing something. I I feel like it's again, people are wired very differently. I also, you know, live pretty insularly, and I also try really hard to like always be doing something. You know, but um, and I don't think you should shame yourself for that. That said, I do feel like for your own benefit, you should be cognizant of like where those intentions are born from if that makes sense yeah that's why um that's definitely part of the reason why i'm like 
unsure about this whole thing is because I, I know for a fact that that does not come from a good place for me. Um, so what, uh, like I, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making money. Um, it's good. My, like things look good, but like, could this actually be very unhealthy? You know? Well, what, well, why do you want to be better than everyone else? Is it like because you want to prove people? I think if you want to prove people wrong, it's a shitty reason. But if you just want to like, if you enjoy the process of self-actualization and moving towards that, then, then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you're doing it for like other people, then I would just, I, I would just not, not. I'm not saying that you're doing this. I would just say that like, it's important to be, you know, constantly keeping that in check. Um, it's, it's honestly because I want to be better than people. Like, I want to be better than everybody else. I guess part of it might be, like, I want to prove people wrong, but I, I don't feel like I really have anything to prove to anybody. Um, but I, I do really, like, I want to, in my mind, be better than everybody else. Um... And right now I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not. So, and I, I don't know if I'll ever reach that point where I actually like am satisfied where with where I am and like do it. Am I better than anybody? Because like, oh, fuck, dude. I, I just like right now, like I'm like the way I see myself in the world is like you're lower than dirt, you know. Like I'm not. I'm not anywhere yet. Like, this, like, you're still a fuck up, you know? So, whether or not I'll just stay right here, no matter how far I move up, like, I don't know, but um, that's the goal, is to be better, the best. Um, dude, I think, um, Again, man, I would say this. This will be, you know, because again, I, I'm not. I, I don't want to, you know. I, I've, I've, I haven't. I've, I've, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed having this conversation. I don't want to posture myself too much as like a guy who actually knows shit or gives advice in any way, shape, or form. But I'll say, um, you know, I think that could be something that that is, you know, worth working on is trying to, um switch the gears on those intentions from like you know doing things for other people yeah. and just trying to be the best because you want to be the best for yourself you want to be the best version of yourself you know I mean there's a cliche of like you know the only person you're really in competition with is who you are yesterday and it, but it's true you know so I would focus try to try to focus more on that mindset than than the mindset of um doing it because you want to be better than other people well i want i want to say something really quick just because sure. that probably made me sound like a really bad person no i don't, uh, I don't think it did at all I, I, what i'm saying right now is this is like this is very true this is how i honestly feel it's like when i say like i want to be better than everybody else i'm not saying like when i see other people that i'm i i think they're worse than me i don't think anybody's worse than me um like, 
to me, when I see most people, like, I put myself below them. Like, that, like, I, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be superior or anything. Um, yeah, no, you, I, I, and I, I respect everybody. Can. And I'm not saying anybody's incapable of being like me. Like, I'm, I, I'm not like a, no, I don't think I don't think I, I don't think you I don't think you sound any um um I I, I don't narcissist. think I'm not, I'm trying not to I don't think you sound like a narcissist. I, mean, I don't think you sound like a okay, narcissist thanks. at all. I totally I understand. <laughs> I I've, I've I've had what you are talking about. I understand it. I don't think you're a narcissist at all. Um, <laughs> okay. Totally. I know what you're saying. This is a battle that you're having with yourself. I don't think it you're you're yeah. you don't you don't you don't remotely sound like a narcissist. Um thanks. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I uh, that that'll be the that that's kind of if I had to leave you with like an actual sort of thing, it would be like I think you should try to focus on your intentions for life coming from yourself as opposed to other people. I dig it. I dig it. How do you feel, man? I know you haven't really talked to people in a long time uh well since there's a certain anonymity to this like it's not that big of a deal you know mm-hmm. it, at the same time like it is like strange uh, uh, normally i would have this dialogue in my head um it's, it's definitely really strange to have this conversation out loud with somebody else mm-hmm. yeah um, also the other thing is like alright first of all I like what you do this is tight as fuck dude I'm about to follow you on everything like, oh thank you man for real so like uh, but I, I just opened up reddit like I never go on reddit so I just opened up Reddit and I saw this and I was like, oh, that dude's kind of cool. You know, it's pretty sweet. So um, it's a little shocking that like I, I literally just saw you like 10 minutes ago and now I'm like talking to you. I know. It's strange it's, for it's, me. It's, it's interesting. You know, yeah. yeah, I started doing this in quarantine and I've talked to way more people than I ever did when the world was not locked down I'll say <laughs> which has been ironic That's sweet. but but dude again man thank you for calling in and um you know I, ho- I hope to talk with you again and uh keep keep going man I, I I you know everything you've said is like you know I I I have like you know I have a lot of what you said in me as well and I totally don't think you're a narcissist I totally um, I'm rooting for you, uh, you know, as you try to switch those intentions. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this has been um, both a, uh, a fun, um, entertaining, and also strange experience, uh, but overall a good one. So thank you. Absolutely, man. I'm happy to hear that. Um I hope you have a good night, and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, take care. Take care, Brian. Bye-bye.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Therapy Gecko. Thanks for joining me and and all of us, all of these callers, all of these beautiful souls uh, on this on this beautiful ride. Uh, as always, you can call the Gecko every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Lyle Forever. Uh, there's a video version of the podcast every week on youtube.com slash Lyle Forever. You can follow me on Instagram at Lyle Forever. It's with a, the number four, L-Y-L-E, the number four, E-V-E-R. And of course, if you enjoyed the show, if you had a fun time, if you want to support the show so that I can keep on doing it, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Lyle Forever. And in November, I'm doing the Pornhub stream. It's going to be insane. It's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be lots of guys jacking off. Hopefully not. I'm, I'm actually hoping that there's not a lot of people jacking off. And that we can have actual conversations with strangers. But either way, it'll be a good time. All right. Thank you for watching. I'll be back next week. I love you. Uh, hail Satan. Talk to you soon. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.